You are listening to Evolve with Nicolette. My name is Nicolette and I'm on a journey of healing my soul, evolving my mindset while building my up and coming small business, all the while being the best mommy and wife I can be. Please follow me on all social media platforms at Lush Paper on Instagram and on Facebook. Also, please follow my hashtag Evolve with Nicolette. Now on to this episode. Hi guys, so I'm trying this IGTV record again. Um, so I have, I we are we are ghetto right now. We there's no fancy equipment. This is the phone I record my podcast on, and that phone is my husband's phone, and that's how I'm trying to record my videos. So um, IGTV is one, and Nico is zero. Uh, I have been trying to upload my birthday podcast video for a good solid eight days. So if anybody has any tips or tricks of how I could get my thing to download from my from my computer to IGTV, I mean, I I don't even know anymore what to do. But if anybody has any tips, I am so open to whatever you have in mind. Um, so I'm so pumped right now. I got the best text at like 11:50 from my girl Priscilla, my photographer. I don't I don't even think she knows that I've claimed her yet, but I'm claiming her uh because we are two of the same. She is so bomb and she is my photographer and I want to say exclusive lush paper and involved with Nicolette photographer, okay? Um and she sent me the bombest text about the stuff that she has coming up and I don't want to spoil it. She is bomb. So if you guys do not follow my photographer, I tag her a lot on my professional pictures that I get taken. And that's Priscilla Marquez Photography. That I think that's it. Um, you can find her on Instagram. Um, and her personal page is Blessed with Ari and Saint. So I'm going to tag those in the show notes. Make sure you're following my girl, man, because especially... The stuff she has coming up, like, I feel like after what she just sent me, I could run a mile right now. I don't know about run, girl. Let me, we could walk a mile, but we could walk a fast. <laughs> uh, but I'm so proud of her because I feel like the growth, we're growing with each other. We're both, um, I feel like starting something new and really putting ourselves out there and really trying to, really trying to do this, you know, make make something out of ourselves and doing it while raising babies. And if going after your goals is something that's hard, going after your goals while maintaining a household and raising babies and, you know, working like all everything, it's a lot. Um, But we're getting it done, honey. And I cannot wait what exactly a year from now will look like for the both of us. And I feel that's what <clears throat> there's not enough of that of having you know your girl gang the girls that you know that pump you up and gas you up and I have the most greatest support system and to have people like her my best friends my you know my girlfriends you, you need that type of support especially women supporting other women because if anybody knows like the struggle 
it's definitely another woman too. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have similar, we know what the struggle's like. And I feel like we don't pump each other enough up about these things and gas each other up and root for each other. And I feel like if there was just more of that, we could accomplish so much more than what we're doing now. Uh, But I feel like being a hater is a really big coping mechanism uh, for people that just don't understand or that won't let themselves be vulnerable to to understand. Um, And then there's also people who are just are not capable to cheer on someone else. And that's sad, you know, but you don't need those things and you don't focus on those people because, you know, if they're not for you, who cares? You know, at the end of the day, who cares really? Um, so I feel like, I feel like so many people love me and I'm not going to focus on the people who don't. I'm just not because I almost, I was in a funk today and for like the last couple of days. And I feel like, I feel like that after I've done a photo shoot because sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy of doing those types of things or like not feeling worthy to do something for myself and I then I get worried about perception and if I'm doing too much and if I'm you know people sometimes people don't want to see a lot of positivity on their feet all the time I don't know you know like I I don't know how people sometimes it's hard to gauge especially on social media like who like who you're like who how your followers or viewers like how they're really receiving you and I could get caught up in that and then caught up in people's opinions and stuff. Um, and so I was just in a funk and not really wanting to um, post the pic- the beautiful pictures that my friend Priscilla Mar- Marquez Photography, um, I'm going to add her right here, um, I, it's just so weird because you really do get caught up in like what people think and I'm really trying not to just, I'm really trying to just move forward. And like my friend Ryan said, you got to do it scared. If you can't do it any other way, you need to do it scared. Um, Because fear is what's going to drive you. And then that's what you know, what's, you know, that it's real and that you really want. And if you, if your goals are really what you want. You know what I'm saying? Because if you didn't really want to attain the things you've dreamed up for yourself, you're not going to last long in that race to get there. You're not going to last long. This is definitely not a sprint. It's a marathon. Like, it's is, is that how that phrase goes? I hope so, because then people are going to make fun of me. Um, but yeah, so you got to do that shit scared. So that's so every time, especially um, when I did the photo shoot with her um, last week. I was definitely in a better mood than when she came to my house the last time. And she could even tell the change because I knew that I had to show up for her that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew if I'm trying to do this business where I'm trying to pump other girls up to do the same, I can't be showing up to things not in a good mood or not not ready to do that because this is what I want to do. This is the life I want to live. And I need to act as if now, because when the time comes, I need to be already ready for it. Not barely gassing up 
do you, does that make sense at all? So for me, doing the photo shoot is like, like oh shit, this shit's real. Like I'm not even like this is real life. And I I think for a couple like uh, minutes into our photo shoot, I was like, we need to put music on and we need to put Beyonce, the queen herself. And we got into it and Priscilla made me work and I felt so good. I felt so good after. And then it reflected definitely in the pictures Uh, because I'm not someone who like, you know, I've done a million photo shoots with my kids and it's always about my kids and my husband and, you know. But it's never been just focused on me. Got to worry about what I'm wearing, what type of image I'm trying to put up there, put out there, and you know all those things. And I'm hey, this is my brand, and I want to lean into that, even though I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is that this is the direction I want to go in, and I'm going full on in on it. And I'm so glad that I have people like Priscilla in my life. Um, and actually, this episode is dedicated to my husband because his birthday's tomorrow. And um, so I'll probably be releasing this hopefully either Monday, um, Monday the 16th or the next day. Um, so if you know my husband, please wish him happy birthday. Wish him happy birthday in the comments. I know he would love it. Um I wanted to dive a little bit into the woo-woo of, um, I feel like, manifesting your best life. And I feel, I feel like a lot of people don't really know what that means. And that's when you, the things that you see or the things that you dream up becomes reality. Um, I hope that's like a good um, description of it. And I feel like a lot of, we all do it, regardless if you're conscious or unconscious of it. We attract and manifest everything into our life ourselves, whether regardless if we liked it or not. So all the good, the bad, we've manifested it ourselves. And um, the law of attraction is like, attracts like. And, but uh, there's so many other aspects that go into it. So I feel like the best way that I could start leaning into this discussion is telling you about something, um, especially how I manifested my husband, because I actually didn't know that it was manifesting at the time. Um, and we all do it. We pray for things. Um, you call for, you know, a higher power to help you, or, you know, you just put it out into the universe and, and then it just comes back to you tenfold. So that's why you got to be careful and, or be very specific in what you want, because you're going to get exactly what you keep thinking about. That's for sure. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I've been on my Marie Kondo tip and trying to clean my garage Uh, Because that is a very big source of chaos in my life. And out of nowhere, I mean, we've, this is probably like the fourth move. This house is our fourth move, you know, like move from like our little house rental to the house we bought, um, you know, like all those things in between. Um, And a paper fell out of a box and it was this paper and you can't see from here and which is okay. Um, and a bunch of scribbles and it looks like just trash, nothing, but it actually was, I guess, a prayer. Um, and I wrote out loud about the man I wanted to attract. And 
um, around my teens, about when I was able to buy my own stuff. Like I had like, I didn't even know it back then, but I guess I made a little altar on my dresser. And that's where I always had candles and candles that I never lit because my dad wouldn't let me. Uh, but I would burn incense and, um, I had like, you know, rosaries or whatever, but I mean, that was still the top of my dresser. So I still have a bunch of other things, but I always had like this little place for like a candle, candles, because I've had people that passed on. So I have like pictures of my brother and my grandparents and, you know, it was just, that's where I had my stuff, like the stuff that was given to me, religious items or whatever. It wasn't like this big old shrine. It was just like a couple things like right on top of my dresser. And, um, little by little I would put, I guess, like I would write prayers down, like maybe like if I maybe like journal entries, I guess, cause I never really kept one, but like I would just get into this mood where I would just write basically what I wanted or what I was praying for. And it kind of helped me, but little did I know that that was journaling and I was processing my emotions and putting prayer on paper and manifesting, you know, my manifestation list or my vision board or whatever, that was basically what I was doing. And I had no idea. I didn't even, the movie back then, the movie, The Secret wasn't even out back then. So, and if you don't know about the movie, The Secret, it's basically a law of attraction movie. And it tells you, um, I would say vaguely of how the law of attraction works and it goes into detail of how you could do it and stuff like that. Like, um, consciously trying to attract things into your life, you know? Uh, but I feel like people like manifestation, babe, Catherine Zikina found her what late last year. She's the reason why I was able to really put what I've learned into action. And, um, it's been awesome ever since because my life has definitely changed. Um, not drastically, because I'm still working on myself, but like, I could feel it moving in a completely different direction. So anyways, back to this. Um, so like I said, I wasn't really into like, I didn't know like the universe and attracting and being a magnet and whatever you put out is what you get back. I was back, especially in around that age, I was really going through... I don't want to say identity crisis, but it, I didn't, I had a, I had a hard time with my religion. So I was, um, baptized and raised Catholic. And during the time that I went through all that death, so basically 10 years old till right into my, tw- um, 2019, that was a hard time for me because I had a really hard time with religion back then. And I used to play, pray religiously, you know, um, I'm Mexican and Filipino, so I'm hella Catholic. Um, my mom used to always like to, I had, I grew up having always a lot of nightmares and well, that's another episode in itself. And my mom would always like pray, like, you know, you feel scared, anything you feel, just pray. So like, dear God, and then like, whatever you feel and thank you and, you know, give gratitude for like everything in your life, you know, and I would always say a prayer for everyone in my life, you know, every night, you know, and it would make me feel better, you know. So instead of the way how I do now and say like universe, the divine, and I do, I still say God. And, um, back then it was solely just prayers to God, you know, um, 
and which is, you know, it's totally fine and it's okay and great that I did that. But this starts off as, you know, dear God, basically. And, and I want to, I, I, I don't know if I want to read the whole thing out loud, but when it fell out the box, when I was cleaning the garage, I was stunned floored and I wish I would have wrote down the date because I usually did before too and I still do now but it was so so crucial back then and especially now because I would love to know when I was when I put this intention out there um so when I was around yeah because it was definitely around when I was like 18 19 because that's when I started dating and started going through some um, cause I was a serial dater at that time. I didn't date at all in high school. I didn't even have my first kiss in high school. I was a good girl in high school. Um, a little bit too good. Um, but I did not do any extra extracurricular activities in high school. I crashed really hard on some guys, but like, it was definitely, I had none, no play in high school. Which is okay, because I had a great, I still had an amazing high school experience. Um, So when I was 18, 19, I was definitely making up for lost time. And I was a serial dater, so it was kind of like, none of them really had substance. And if I was dating someone, it only lasted three to six months, because either I got tired or they got tired of me. Which was fine. Thank you. Goodbye. And um, I was working a lot back then. I mean, a lot, a lot. And going to college in downtown LA. And then I ended up working at Universal Studios for quite a while. And then I was heavy going to nightclubs and dancing. I love dancing, still do. Um, and going to the nightclub was definitely my thing. I loved going there. Um, and then I ended up getting into some relationships and the little stupid, serious relationships I was in, especially my first one, um, I got into two relationships that I really felt like, you know, like, oh my God, like, you know, this person, the first relationship I got cheated on and did that one knock the wind out of my sails. Like I was in a, that hurt, you know, especially when you get cheated on, but when you get cheated on, on a second relationship with a completely different person, not, not fairly far after that. You, I dove into a hole of like two separate guys cheated on me. What's wrong with me? You know, I definitely wasn't like so dumb where like, oh my God, I did this to myself. No, but like you really feel like damaged goods when two separate people, two separate human beings decided to cheat on the same person. You know what I'm saying? And that I that was probably the lowest at the time, especially that I ever like felt. And if it wasn't for my friends and then my mom too, um, because um, now that my mom was like, I didn't really cry to my mom and tell her a lot of things. But there was a time where I was deep, dark, deep and dark in the hole. And I was taking a shower and I was probably, she probably heard me and I was crying in there. Because you just feel like shit when somebody cheats on you. And I then to tell you the truth, like that was the, and I don't want to say that I loved 
either one of them. I don't even think we got that far. Thank goodness. But for the first one, that hurt because it was like, oh, my God, that's like your first form of betrayal, you know. But for the second one, it was like compounded with everything that I didn't, the trauma from the first one. So then I, it was more like a reflection in myself and then really trying to find a way of how to get back on my feet, you know. And I did everything from watching comedies on YouTube. YouTube was such my friend back then. Um, I found comedians like Bill Burr that made me laugh. And there's this other guy, I forgot, forgot his name. I think his name is Pablo Francisco. Is that his name? Oh, my God. But, like, I just wanted to laugh. I was so sad that I just needed to laugh. And then I also got into Def Jam poetry. And at the time, me and my best friend would go do the open poetry, open mic nights and stuff like that. And that was a really big form of therapy, you know, to make me feel better. And definitely hanging out with my friends and my two best friends at the time really helped me through those deep, dark moments and my cousins and stuff like that. And diving into schoolwork, you know, college, I went to FIDM in downtown LA and I worked. So I really got into my hustle, but it was really focusing and leaning into me. Like I knew that, well, like that if they didn't want to be with me, I wanted to be with me and I wanted to love and enjoy myself because I didn't want to just keep on jumping from guy to guy just to try to make me feel, it didn't feel, I knew none of that felt right. And I just wanted to be by myself because that was just so traumatizing that I just didn't want to get hurt again. So I guess the way how I'm processing it now, now that I'm thinking about it, is that I guess as a coping mechanism, I really leaned into back into me so that nobody could hurt me, you know, because I knew that I wasn't going to hurt me, you know, so diving into loving myself and enjoying being single, enjoying going out without the notion of I'm going to find, you know, going to meet some guys, blah, 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 you know, no. Going out to genuinely have a good time with my friends and enjoy life. And I remember like, because Pitbull was so big back then and I mean, I, maybe that's why I was so into his music because it was just so, just so much fun, especially like 2006, 2007, like 2008 songs. And then, then Kanye West's album really got me through some stuff. And, and I just feel like I did a really good job of leaning into myself and finding myself and enjoying alone time, enjoying going out to go shopping by myself, enjoying. And I used to go eat by myself, too, um, because a lot of my friends went away for school. So I didn't really get to see them as often as I would would have wanted to. And then FIDM, the fashion school in downtown L.A. is a commuter school. So you didn't really unless you had like a core friends over there. like, And I wasn't really that social at school either. So I did a lot of stuff by myself. So, which was fine now, because now that I look at it, because it really prepared me 
for being with my husband because Catherine Zinkina said it best. She said, women who attract their soulmates are ones who are excited about being single and loving themselves on a deeper level and are okay, and are okay with being alone. And I was in that state and still am um, when I met my husband big time. And so that's why finding this letter that I wrote to God was so crazy because it is exactly who he is. And it's so nuts because I put this into the universe years before I met him because I met my husband in 2008 and I wrote this probably around 2006, 2005. No, probably had to be like 2000, 2007. So, so probably, yeah, so when those when those um incidents happened to me yeah so when i got cheated on with those two separate relationships this was definitely from that time that's why i wish there was a date on here um cuz there's other things that i found that do have dates on them but you know that's how the that's how the cookie crumbles i guess but and it says and it's crazy because my husband is exactly everything on here and I, I'll i read a little bit to you, I guess. And it says, actually, it doesn't say, dear God. It says, God, I would love a man who's educated, determined, and goal-oriented with a great sense of humor. My, my husband is the funniest guy on the planet. Um, and someone who knows he's a king and who needs a queen by his side Someone who is straightforward and honest with himself. I needed somebody who loved himself as much as I loved me. Because I knew that I could not be in a relationship where he was not fully secure with who he was. Because it's not my job to make him feel comfortable in his own skin. You know? Like, I knew that it was not anyone else's job to make me feel beautiful, but myself. So for young Nico to already know that back then, that's what's like, oh my God, like, I've been doing this inner work for years and didn't even know it, you know? Um, And it's great because it's definitely led me to him. Um, And it says, someone who has a sexy swagger and style that fits mine. I feel like we we definitely fit each other really, really well. And I that's one of the things that drew me to him because he's not the typical person who I used to go for, like on the outside, and you could definitely judge him by judge him by his looks. Like you could easily you would not think he is who he he is by looking at him, you know? Um and it says his imperfections is what makes him perfect and that's never and that he's never content and always strives for better and that sentence in itself talks about our relationship so so loudly because that is exactly the goal like that's the mission we've always been on since we've got together i feel like we've been on 
a crazy ride ever since I met him because we've just been going and getting it and attaining and striving for more and and it's right here like I put that into the universe way back then it's so crazy and it says and he will be my rock my source of strength when my light turns dim and he's definitely been that and then he appreciates um, music and movies like I do he has to be family oriented loves his family um and I mean, I have married into the best family ever. Um, he has a good, <laughs> I had no fuck. like, I mean, I gave no shits about, I've dated guys with like awesome cars, whatever. It was definitely not my, like, that was definitely not what I strived for. Like what I would turn me on for guys, because it doesn't matter. He could have a, a great car, but if he was a, f- asshole like who gives a shit about the car i bet he has a good working car and is independent listen this man had a very low bar because i gave no fucks about that stuff for real i really needed the in here you know what i'm saying like i could not date like the guys that had the great cars anymore looked great like i could not you know my husband's very handsome by the way but like, I feel like I kept on attracting the same type of person. And then, but that's why I got what I kept getting. You know what I'm saying? Like, so glad. Um, he appreciates me in all that I do. And he makes me laugh. And he's spontaneous and as adventurous as I am. Yo, that's an understatement. Um, he has a big heart and loves and cares. For me, exactly as I do for him. I'm going to cry. And actually, on the back of this, I have, I you know, I was that girl that dreamt about her wedding. I was the girl who, I was, the, I was just that hopeless romantic as a little girl. And I always dreamt about having a big family. And it's so crazy because I used to write, I loved gangster movies. So I have all these names on here. But I wanted to have six kids, and I named all of them. And I have a lot more girls on here, so that's why probably I haven't used any of them. But on here is Santino. You probably can't see, but, like, I put Santino on there. So I also manifested one of my babies way back then, too. Um, And I I heard this quote, I read this quote a couple of days ago and it was speak what you seek until you see what you've said. Honey, you need to speak what you seek. And if I'm not living proof for it, I don't know how else to like, like I already know I'm a, man- a master manifester because I manifested one of the greatest things in my life. And that was my husband. For sure. And it's... I'm glad I'm doing this episode because it's his birthday. And I don't want to cry. Um, I just love him so, so much. And... I remember show I remember reading this out to him and he's just like, Oh my god, you're crazy you know, you're crazy. He just always kinda like laughs and like just tells me he loves him loves he loves me too and but 
he is one of the best things I manifested in my life. And when I, when I did my birthday ritual, couple, you know, last week, actually this time last week, um, when I did the candle for the decade of me being 10 to 20, that was a sad candle, you know, it was sad and, you know, full of good memories too, but that was mostly sad for me when I thought about it and I reflected about that age because I lost so many people that I loved during that time frame. But when I blew out the candle for, oh, let's get it together, honey. When I blew out the candle for my 20th year to my 30, to being 20 to 30, that decade, it was nothing but happiness. And the only face that popped up was my husband because along with him is my kids, you know. I prayed so hard next to my next to where I went to college in downtown LA is this beautiful cathedral called St. Vincent de Paul. And I used to go in there and cry and I cried for hours, especially during those times where I got cheated on because during those times you really feel like shit. Like you really feel like you're not worth anything because if somebody is capable to hurt you that bad, you just think about that something's wrong with you, even though reflecting back now, nothing was wrong with me. It was those fools and it's okay because I thank them for doing that to me because I would not have never did this. I would never have dove into loving myself and I'll I'll thank them for that. And I could give two shits about any of them. But I'll always be grateful for those experiences. Because if it wasn't for me being in the deep dark hole. I would not have known how to get myself out of it. And appreciate what I have. And who I am at the end of the day. Because it's not even not even about them anymore. But because of that and because of those experiences, I've learned. I didn't fail. I learned. I learned to love the most important person and that was me. And because I loved me, I was capable of finding my husband and appreciating who he is and being able to recognize that I deserve and that I I meant to be with someone like him and my life wouldn't be what it is right now no kid you know what I mean like because of him I felt like my I started living and I know that he's gonna hate that I'm crying and stuff, but, like, this is real, you know? Like, I want to be real, and I want people to, you know, this is my journey of evolving, for real. And he is definitely a part of that, because I we're both dreamers, we're both Virgos, so we're both people that are so, he's definitely more grounded than I am, because he is 
um, the receipts guy, you know what I'm saying? I always call him like, you're always the money guy. I always got to go down the list of how much everything costs. Um, but I'm blessed with that man for real. And, you know, I've been with him for the last nine birthdays and I can't wait to be with him for the next 90 because my life legit started when I started evolving myself back then, not even noticing the type of work I was doing, but that, um... But that, because of those instances in my life, I was able to receive his love and receive the attention and and know that I deserved it and that I was worthy of it. Because, especially too, like, in, in other relationships, I always felt like I was the one that was always giving more. And I think... One of the lines in here was, I want somebody to love me as much as I love them. And not to, it didn't take long in our relationship either because my best friend will tell you, Shaw will definitely tell you that I didn't give him a chance in the beginning. I really thought, you know, it was going to be a regular, well, he's going to get tired of me in four months or I'm going to get tired of him. It's not going to last that long, you know? And she was like so adamant, like, girl, you're crazy. Like... Like, she was definitely rooting. She was one of the only people rooting for him in the beginning. And I'm glad that she did. And I always tell her that story. Um, You know, that she was always the one that was Team Moose from the get, you know? And she just wanted me to have faith. Like, oh my god, this probably won't be the same. Like, stop making it seem like this is going to be it, you know? Uh, She loved him from, from the beginning. And... I can't believe I cried. I cried so much. I'm probably not going to post this. I got to re-listen to it now because of all my sniffing I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but I definitely wanted to do... I wanted to definitely dedicate this episode to my husband today because I know that I will always be able to manifest amazing things into my life because he is the greatest thing I've manifested so far. <laughs> real life like absolutely 100 that he is the most amazing thing I've manifested because of him I have I'm here now you know what I'm saying and I you know I feel bad for him because I always have so many brilliant ideas I always have all these things and he's so patient with me sometimes he's not but definitely just sticks with me through all the dreaming that I do and I know that he's proud of me right now and I know that he thinks it's so cool and so crazy um that I'm even doing this and I'm just so blessed that he's mine for real and I just want to give my honey babes a happy birthday and I want to just dedicate this whole episode about him and that um I mean if if you would just understand how powerful your words could be or your your words are and if you put that same amount of faith into what you're saying and what to what you're writing 
it comes true. For real. And I'm not just saying like just wishing on a fucking star either. Like you, because of things like this and because of things that I went through, I did the work and I did the call to action. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you can't just sit down and wish for things, you know? No, like I did the work. I did the work in myself so that I could create space to love someone as amazing as my husband. Like you have to do that type of work. Like you can't be a whole mess right here and appreciate something not great that's right in front of you. You have to do the work. And I'm so glad that, that I did go through those two bad relationships because I ended up with the most amazing relationship, you know, and I'm going to be with this man till I'm an old, old lady. And I cannot wait be covered in grandkids together. Like I cannot wait with this man. He's going to have me in an RV traveling the world. Like, Oh my God, like we're going and traveling the world in an RV. No girl. Like, I mean, traveling the country in an RV <laughs> and, um, traveling the world also. Yes. Um, but like our future looks so bright and I'm just so proud of the man that he is. I'm so proud of the man he's grown to be the businessman that he is. I'm so proud of the work he's done on himself and the work he still does every day and um, the type of father he is. I'm like just so blessed. He, I'm just so blessed that he is all mine and he's such a great example to my sons like if like they really do look at him as like their ultimate superhero they just want to be just like their dad and the looks on their faces and the type the so the way how they get so excited when he walks through the door it just fills my heart with so much joy because I knew I know that like like, my life right now is amazing. My life is great. And I'm loving my best life. And this is it right here, you know? Even if half the things that I'm trying to, like, manifest into my life and what I'm working on, I'm trying to, the goals I'm trying to accomplish, even if I get half of that, it doesn't even matter because that man is by my side. And I am so blessed for it. And you are able to do the same and you are able to have the same type of whatever it is. If put your spouse on paper, put the mo- the same, you, you read it. And if you know my husband, you know that it's exactly who he is. And that's what I'm trying to say. I'm the, don't make it a list. This is not a checklist. Okay. I was, I, wrote it and didn't find it until years later i'm saying put what you want out into the universe and be open to receiving it and know that you are worthy of receiving everything that you asked for you know what i'm saying like you need to understand that you are worthy of someone great because you are someone great let that sink in and understand those words because if you don't think that you deserve the person you're praying for, the person you're trying to manifest, the person you're trying to put into the universe. Honey, he ain't going to come. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, you need to have unshakable faith that you will be with the most amazing person because you are the most amazing person.
I don't put my husband on a pedestal, you know, like I don't like my husband's my equal. He is my soul reflected in another person. You know what I'm saying? So if you are someone that's looking for love or looking to manifest your spouse, listen, this is a really good exercise to do. And it doesn't hurt because what happens if you even get half that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't hurt no one. And if anything, it makes you feel good. And don't use it as a checklist for sure. But use it as like a way how to process what you want. Because you end up, when you're wishing for someone else, you're really looking for the things in yourself also. And you must work on yourself before you get to this. So I hope this episode made sense. I'm so sorry if I made you cry. <laughs> I really need to stop crying uh, on these posts. And I don't even know if I'm going to post this video now because I'm crying. Um, so hopefully pray for me, light a candle that this video will post to IGTV. Um, uh, but I thank you guys so much for the outpouring of love I get every week on on every episode and please tag share me um repost me tag me in your stories I legit do a happy dance every time I see someone someone tag me like it is the best feeling to get um those types of responses because sometimes you know I don't know it just it makes me keep going so Thank you so much. Please rate, subscribe me on my podcast, like wherever you stream. I appreciate it so, so, so much. And I wish you guys a beautiful and blessed day. And please wish my husband, Big Moose, a happy, happy birthday. I love you, babe.